Now tuning into Fandom Rant Radio. Yes, the dice drink flows from the force. I am your father. One ring to rule them all. I'm a spy! You're going to need a bigger boat. Hasta la vista, baby. Remember, the force will be with you. Always. Fine. I'll do it myself. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. I got a bad feeling about this. Where's my super suit? It's a trap. <laughs> this is madness. Threw you in the air with a lie. Why so serious? We have a hope. To infinity. Oh, Hydra. This party's over. I'm back. Hello there. All right. Welcome back to Fandom Rant Radio. Wow, it's been a while. It's been long, long process trying to get this episode out to you guys. Technical, technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Life happens, but this is a great episode. We're glad you guys are listening. Big, big day planned. So, talking Huge. all about MCU today. All about phases, favorite characters, best characters, favorite movies, what the box office has to say about movies and the MCU. Mm. Mm-hmm. Everything is on the table. This is going to be a fat, juicy episode. It's a water Very fat. It's, it's a water... Oh, wow. Wow. It's like a medium rare steak. Like a ribeye. <laughs> you just that take a fat, juicy, and you can see the juice oh. ooze out. Yeah, so that's the episode. Nice and juicy. Mm. Also, oh. stay tuned at the end of part two. Towards the end, we're going to be giving our top characters, but also our top five MCU films. Each of us and it's gonna be great so stay tuned for that but so we're gonna dive right into everything we got planned for you guys today wow so calm down there Devin. we're gonna introduce <laughs> ourselves once again but we're gonna say what mcu character we would be if we were in the mcu and i guess uh i'll start since i am the host of this week so if i had to be any character in the mcu i'd be Arnim Zola, which if you don't know who that is, that is the uh, henchman to Red Skull, the little German guy. I may not be the man I was when the captain took me prisoner in 1945. Um, Turns into a computer, too. Yeah, Yeah, Captain America took my schnitzel. All right, next, let's have Clint. Let's hear it. Well, obviously, I'm every single dark elf from Thor (laughs) Dark World. (laughs) Of course. Obviously, you guys can see the resemblance, but... um. Yeah, that's pretty much it for me. I ain't got nothing else I th- to say. I think it's like you're all the dark elves. Like they, it's like the Power Rangers. You know, whenever they oh like, yeah, it's I'm, like morphin time. They no, I'm a Megazord. Thing. I'm a Megazord. I never all saw that. The dark movie, elves the like one. clump together and make one big dark Me- elf. Mega mega yeah, dark like elf. Will mega mine. from elf. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and if I was anyone from the MCU, it would hands down be a combination of two. Very like complex, character, complex characters, complex the offspring of these characters two characters that they've been building up since before Iron Man. Oh, that's it's so been true. in everyone's mind. I start out with the Building the waitress here. that was in Avengers that talks about Cap and even the oogly eyes. She really, I think she defines the genre. Her alone, like I could just have her face on every single Marvel MCU movie ever. <laughs> and second to that, my second character combined with hers would be. Howard the Duck. Oh. Quack, 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 He's quack, quack, quack. he could just flick Thanos, honestly, flick if him. he really wanted to. Just quack, quacking his 
little purple face. Well, I'm Jack. Um, and my MCU character would be Doctor Eric Selvig. Thor's Thor's mentor. She wants to show us something. One, she wants to show us something in your world. Was that in Thor two? He just runs around naked and Stonehenge. I totally forgot about that scene when I was rewatching. He's a strange one. He's naked in a whatever that is, the nursing home. That's where Stanley makes his cameo in the nursing home. All right, guys, we're gonna jump right. Show us something. In your world, <laughs> a new universe. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna jump right into phase one. Wow. Whoa! I just had a thought. Wait, before we do that, what if he's referring to the goddess of death? All right. All right. So, phase one. Phase one started off in two thousand eight, May second. Kicking off of Iron Man. Iron Man. The Iron Man. Now, how old were you in 2008, Ryan? 2008? Let's see. I was born in 1998. You were 10. I was 10. <laughs> <laughs> this I, one I saw when it came to DVD. Me and my dad watched it. Yeah. I've seen every Iron Man in theaters. All right, Clint. All right. I my, the, I that's enough from you. MCU movie in theaters, so. With my. Shut up. Shut up. With my dad. Shut up. Shout I out to my I've dad. I've seen all of them <laughs> in theaters. Except for Incredible pops. Hulk. I didn't see Incredible Hulk in theaters. Papa Alfrey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, and then literally where it all began. You know, it could have turned out for the worse. If this was so bad, this would have never happened. It's, it's kind of weird to think about it that it just took one spark of the revolution of Marvel to kickstart the whole cinematic universe. <laughs> nice. Anyway, Our yeah, Emperor. the first one was directed by John Favreau, who actually did oh. the second one as well. Also has a cameo in every single Iron Man movie as Happy. Yes, he does. Well, yeah. it's not, he's a character. He's a yeah, no, he's, he's I guess a, he's a character. He's a cameo in like the first one, and then he turns himself into a character. Yeah. 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 He really liked it. Yeah. He liked yeah. He liked He's actually not that bad of an actor, too. Like, no, he's he's, he's, he's likable. I really liked him in Iron Man 3, too. What anyway. are the most important parts from that? In Iron Man? Well, we it's away? one of the best origin movies of all time. Oh, yeah. yeah. In my opinion, for superheroes. Even, yeah. I was say, Be careful. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I, 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 was gonna, I was thinking of Batman for a second, but I Whoa. I don't know. Do you Ooh. think it's better than Batman Begins? Oh, oh that's yeah. Oh, that's, I think me? it's like right. I think I like it better than Batman Begins. Whoa, I think it's right there. No, 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 no. They're a lot more dark I think they're right there. That's I think true. they're right there. Okay, I just want everyone to like, know, anytime I don't talk into the mic, Ryan's literally glaring me in the eyes and pointing at the mic hysterically. Just like... He's <laughs> like, like a little little dark elf. He turns into, an angry dark elf. He turns into Bilbo when I don't talk into the mic. <laughs> I think you mean Gollum. I think you mean into Bilbo. <laughs> Hello, Frodo. Hello, Frodo. Hello, Frodo. Speaking to the mic, Frodo. Frodo. Mug boy. <laughs> my anyway, boy. I'm your nephew. Hey, shut up! Spit <laughs> all over my hand. Okay, you know what? You that know what I love about man. Iron Man? I think Clint, you told me this. I think last week when we tried to record. <clears throat> Awkward. Um, but Iron Man is not a big character in MCU or not MCU, but wait, wait, Marvel wait. Comics. 
he's not that prominent. And that's it's so what, cool how they kicked off this MCU. That's what with Marvel's Iron known Man. for is making like not little to known characters into level A characters yeah. compared to like Superman. They're on the same that's level true. now. Iron yeah. Man's the same level as Batman now. You would have never thought of that. Because yeah, Batman's such oh, a big character. He's always been a huge character. Thirty years DC ago, DC is more huge characters. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Where everyone's Marvel always known like them. Yeah, on a tiny characters. Yeah, which yeah. are now huge. But Iron Man, last. Well, I think there's only one post-credit scene, which is when Tony meets. Mm-hmm. Good old Samuel L. Jackson, Big boy Nick, Nick Fury. Fury, which is only, Nick he, which you don't see him again. <laughs> Nick Fury <laughs> for, for another tomatoes. until uh, tomatoes, rotten tomatoes. Anyway, it's Nick Fury. What, Devin? Devin <laughs> wait, it's not. More to say about Iron Man after these? No, it is. It's Nick. It's Nick Fury. Oh, okay. Fury, I thought yeah. I was wrong after all yeah, these ten Fury? years. Fury, like that would make sense. <laughs> Nick Fury Road. Fury Road. <laughs> just Mad Max. Fury, Fury Road. Road. <laughs> With like chains. Anyway. Take a seat. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the yeah. first Iron Man. Such a classic. And it's... I'll get on to what my favorite level is later. On where that stands. And villain from there. He was okay. It's Jeff Bridges. He's likable. I want to Obadiah. Put him in. Yeah. Obadiah. <laughs> Obadiah stay. I would say he's definitely top three for my favorite MCU villains. I like Obadiah. Guys, I'm joking. Everyone loves a good Obadiah. Oh, like uh, yeah. He's just Oba. so condescending. Obi. You know, <laughs> fun fact. What? Did you know fun that fact. Robert Downey Jr. actually made fun of a kid in high school for liking Iron Man? No you told way. us that. I did. That's awesome. I did. I mean, it's awesome. It's sad, awesome. But. <laughs> it's sad <laughs> but. You know, I think it's just ironic. It just proves that, like. It is. Yeah. God and you know saw what? that happen, and he, God said, you, you're going to pay for that. He just got his license. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Now he's yeah, Jack just got Yoda. ordained as a pastor Not yesterday. Ordained. Ordained. Oh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, he's Jack's on the council. Pastor, he's yeah. on the council. Jedi we refer to Jack as. I sit, Pastor Jack. <laughs> I sit on the council between uh, Kaiwan Mundi and Yodel. Oh, like oh no, you don't. Like, but I Kit Fisto, you're not. Council. You're not. Kit Fisto's not on the council. He wears, not on the he's council. actually wearing like priest robes right now. <laughs> Jack is <laughs> not even on the council, but he's not a Jedi master. Right, is what we're trying to okay, say. You know what, you know what? <laughs> get back to Iron Man. <laughs> anyway, first Iron Man. Super dope. And you know what? What if RDJ didn't get this role? You know who was really close to going? Who? Oh, good old man, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise almost you know got the role. Wah, wah. Tom I Cruise. You know, I, I could actually kind of see it, but now, but I, now, just, like, now. I can't see it anyone. It doesn't fit. Robert Downey Jr. is just so iconic as he Iron Man. He is Iron Man. Yeah. He's he like how Hugh too. Jackman is Wolverine. Exactly. Yeah. Imagine also, how... Uh, in a... Wait, uh, uh, uh... Okay, imagine what, like... <laughs> The MCU would be like with Tom Cruise at the center right. of it. It, it would feel right. like less energetic and less like passionate. Tom Cruise as like a superhero. I don't know. I just because I just see him as action hero, not superhero. I see Tom Cruise. I see as him Tom more Cruise. of like a Tom. Not not Tom Hanks. Like oh my god, why am I saying Tom? Different Hanks? Tom. More of like a James Tom and Jerry? Bond. Where he's like well, yeah, stoic I mean, yeah. to the point, like Mission Impossible. He plays Ethan Hunt in Mission Impossible. Exactly, and that's why 
Robert Downey Jr. is so name. perfect for Iron Man because he's just such a charismatic person. Like his personality oh, yeah. is just so like ext- the best part extravagant about him playing yeah. Iron Man because he he is Iron Man. Like he is Tony Stark. Iron that's his ki- that's his personality in real life. So it's like, it's like you he's and having a blast yeah. doing this. And it's also like Chris Pratt and Star Lord. Chris Pine. I think. Yeah, shout out, Jack. Jack, do you want to do our shout out to Chris Pine this episode? This episode this for is Chris cameo. Pine. We see you out there, Chris Pine. We want you on our team. All right, boys. Sure. So then the next film is Incredible Hulk that only followed a month after in 2008, and I think Clint has something to say about this film. Well, I mean, there's not honestly that much to say. Just that they, it was. They changed. They changed the actor in Avengers, and the only it was Eric Bana before. Mark and, Ruffalo, though. I definitely like. Him. No, I like. I like. I. I know. I like Mark. Oh, Lou Fregno. Yeah, Lou Fregno. Which actually, fun secret for you, he voiced Hulk, like the Hulk's voice, throughout the movies until Thor Ragnarok and Infinity War. Now, oh, yeah, really? So yeah. Every single. One. I thought it was like a. It wasn't Mark Ruffalo. It was Lou Fregno. Find that oh very wow! I didn't know that. 80s Hulk. That's it's actually no. That's pretty cool. Um, that's like bringing. Oh gosh. Go along without me. I forgot the name. It's like having a. Oh, yeah. But the only, the only, the only real thing. James Earl Jones. <laughs> coming back uh, in the only, <laughs> the only real important thing from Incredible Hulk is that just General Ross is in Civil War and he plays a big part. That's pretty much it. And I mean, Ed Norton wasn't that bad as Hulk. I just like Mark Ruffalo way, way better. No, yeah, I like Mark Ruffalo. He's a way General Bruce Ross Banner. plays. He's in. Civil War. Yeah, he's, he's the main. He's that guy. main guy who introduces the uh, the restrictions the, on yeah, yeah Sakiva the. Oh so, wait, I knew it. So Kobe, I just course. didn't make the connection. What are they called? At the end credits, is for... his name still General Ross? No, it's yeah, still Ross. No, it's it's same still character. No. same character. Guess same he's character. at the end of Incredible Hulk. Tony, love, isn't it Tony Stark? Yeah, yeah, Tony Stark. Yeah. Tony Stark's at the end because of Incredible Hulk. Because this one, yeah. kind of, Incredible Hulk, is kind of the one that kind of oh. feels the most offset. Yeah, but what ties it in is at the end credit scene. Is it's like General Ross is at General Ross is at a bar and he's like out of it because of what everything what happened to in the Incredible Hulk movie and then right then you see the door open and you see like a silhouette open and it's and it's Tony. It's Tony. But it's and then he's talking about he's like we have a we're putting together a team. Yeah, it talks about the Avengers. Ah, I liked it. And they put Wait, really they that just feels like they put Bruce or not Bruce yeah Bruce Banner right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, the they Hulk. put they put him in a spot where he is in Avengers, like uh, just some random place alone, isolated. I mean, that's where he kind of was in Incredible Hulk. He was in Brazil, yeah, because he was trying to because they want him back. Because the cool thing, they're kind of like I love how these movies are so connected. But like, what happened to the Hulk? They were trying to recreate another Cap, but. Bruce Banner was the lead scientist in gamma radiation, and he thought oh, he yeah, thought yeah, that yeah. it would re- uh, replicate what happened to Captain America, a perfect sur- super soldier, and yeah. he didn't get that. He ended up being the Hulk, which is, which is an abomination. abomination. Yeah. yeah, Tim Roth played. I, I would just like that. That also like the, that his origins in like the movie is completely different from what it is in the comic. Because like, in, well, I don't want to talk about the comics too much. We'll save that for later. But I just wanted to mention that. Yeah. 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 Hulk's? Origin is completely different than what it is in. Really? Yeah. Because in the comics, it's like they're sending off a gamma radiation like bomb, and then it's just like that. There's a kid out in the desert, and he's like, "Oh, I need to go save this kid before the bomb goes off." He saves the kid, bombs goes off. Hulk. 
but in the movie he does the test on himself. Did they redo oh. it? Did they re? Did they redo the origins though? Didn't they yeah, redo? they they did. They redid the origin. And that's why it's the same in the movies. But it's not the origin origin that was originally in the comics. It's yeah. not the original origin. It's oh, in the comics. Interesting. Well, in Incredible Hulk, he already had. He already yeah, was well, exposed. He was right? already exposed. kind of like so Spider-Man: Homecoming. He's like, yeah, it's like he was already Hulk, and yeah. people already knew about it and stuff yeah. like that. It's yeah. not. It's All not right. new. Moving on uh, to Iron Man Two is the is the third in the f- third movie in the Phase One uh, Iron Man Two. Iron Man. <laughs> Jack is taking the role of host here tonight, or something like that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, Devin breathless. got to talk about Incredible Hulk. Yeah. All right, you want to talk about Iron Hulk. Man too? By the way, this is Jack's favorite film. That's All not time. true. That's <laughs> not <laughs> true. Also, favorite villain. Besides Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Iron Man Two came out in summer of 2010, uh, directed again by John Favreau, and honestly, this movie was. It wasn't maybe the best out of the Iron Man trilogy. Not bad, though. Uh, not bad. bad it's as it gets credit for because when you stand it up to the other yeah. MCU movies, it's still one of the best. Nah. It's, got, uh, it's got I interesting mean, villains. Whoa, it's the, got no, no, no. Wait, whoa, interesting whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, interesting stand villains. Down. The villain is stand down, fellow <laughs> Ranner. I can have my opinion. I'm entitled to my opinion. I have my opinion. I have the freedom of speech. First Amendment, baby. Mrs. Hensel taught me about that. Mrs. Hensel, if you're listening to this, you taught me about the First Amendment. Also, she makes her own shoes. We should. Miss Hensel. Miss Hensel, if you're listening to this podcast, just know we are grateful. All right, important moments from Iron Man 2. Is there anything in Iron Man 2? That's like a well, Tony lives. Uh, yeah, that, that we, kind of is important to the timeline of Infinity War. Oh, uh, well, I mean, like Black Widow. Black Widow's first. Black Widow is introduced. introduced. That's probably the Black biggest Widow's thing introduced. from Iron yeah. Man Two. And only, he creates a new yeah. part of his arc. But I mean, that's the not really. Like in, yeah, it's thrown out in the third. I think this movie's a little slow. Oh and yeah, it's very yeah, slow. The villain very is slow. terrible, even though it's uninteresting. Whiplash is terrible. What makes it a watchable Justin, film? Wait, I don't what? like Justin Hammer either. I, I like uh, Justin Hammer. He's I just funny. Like he's just like a funny I don't see guy. him as a threat or a villain. I just see him like it's kind of Sam Rockwell. Oh, he's a well, character. One he's a comedic character. Yeah, he's yeah. like Tony Stark in a way. One big improvement they did is that they got Don Cheadle as a that War Machine. Important. That's important. We That's huge. To that yeah, in the first one. They, had two, they recast War Machine, it. which is I completely. He's know he's way better. You know the fact that Marvel has only recast. Two major characters compared to, like compared DC. to DC, DC that's recast oh boy. everyone. Oh yeah, yeah. That's just pretty cool. Except Wonder Woman. Well, I guess you don't have that. Well, there, there was another recast I saw in Thor two. <laughs> one of his buddies. I don't know why they just recasted, but you know the one that looks like Robin Hood and Peter Pan, the one with the weird mustache. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. talking about. Yeah, they're gonna di- have him. It was a different like- character. Oh what? Yeah, it was a different actor. Oh, I didn't know. oh he was were- skinny in the first one. I think it was a different guy because oh, yeah. two different actors. I was like, wait, why would they just recast? All right, all right, good, 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 good. All right, all right. anyway, moving on, moving on, and that actually ties us right in because next film is Thor in 2011. Thor's interest also introduced to another character in Thor, Hawkeye. Now, and Loki, and Loki, which Loki. is um, and Odin, possibly one of the best uh, Marvel uh, villains. <laughs> possibly, he is the best Marvel villain so far. Yeah, 
But Thor, so great, far. great movie, and Loki is the one behind all the strings in the film. Yeah, and then he finds out he's a frost giant. Not not a uh, White Walker for all you got Game fans. Yeah, Game of Thrones <laughs> fans out there who are listening not me. right now. Not me. Yeah, oh, yeah, we, yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. Yeah, it's okay, Devin. Not me. But I mean, the only thing about Thor, Thor has a lot of good stuff in there. But I think the biggest thing that sets it up to the rest of the films is at the very end when Loki falls into the abyss of space, and that's then true. he's. I think that's that's where that's Thanos, Thanos finds kind of finds him, and then gives him this mission and burden. Which is the whole plot of Avengers, the very first Avengers yeah. film, of wiping out the Earth and taking the Tesseract and, well, using the Mind Stone as well. And we don't know was he supposed to get the Time Gem also? We don't know is yet. Loki's, don't know is Loki's yet. scepter in Thor? No, no. It's, no Thanos okay. gives that to him. Yeah. To Thanos over. gives that to him. So yeah. Thanos had the Mind Stone, and that's yeah. why yeah, he, he was already so, he was con- so confident that Loki would. He didn't think Earth was like nothing. That's why you send Loki down there and say, "Okay, yeah. if you get that, I guess then we're kind of getting into throne. Avengers. Yeah, we should wait okay. and have yeah, that conversation. Yeah. There. Okay, so then also fun fact to Thor, this is actually ties into Infinity War in the in the what oh, is yeah. it in I, the throne room? No, in, in trophy room. Trophy, trophy room. room in the trophy room when they're walking past, you see an Infinity Gauntlet what? with all oh. the stones in it, yeah. which was. Precluding like movies and movies before that Thanos is in this universe, teasing that eventually. Whoa. Although, which was cool in Thor Ragnarok, a little flash forward, that it was fake. Because like Helena was going like through the entire thing where she was like, Tesseract, ooh, that's nice. <laughs> Goes to the Infinity Gun, fake. Yeah, she just throws it which off. Is pretty cool. Oh, that wow, that's yeah, cool. That fake thing. It's also thing. a little <sighs> thing to the fans because a lot of fans noticed that. I love the MCU. It. They leave. Very few, very tiny, no, almost nothing very that subtle. they Easter eggs. They're they forget of to the Easter eggs. connect. All right, and then yeah, so Cap First Avenger introduces one of the best top three for me MCU heroes. Second for me, Captain America, Captain Steve America Rogers. Pretty- I could do this all day. Cool. Little scrawny guy who has a heart of iron, steel, Valerian steel, gold, eh, gold or vibranium oh oh that's better see that makes sense that ties it to what we're mm. talking about okay okay <laughs> i think it's okay the, the phrase is heart of gold oh heart no he gold. has a he has a he's huge... got a heart of gold he's but like he's like the american boy scout he's, he's a like, good guy he's the all-around good guy that's Steve what makes Rogers, him in america that's why i love yeah, him his there's only one god he and his intentions like that. are yeah. the same <laughs> throughout every phase yeah. he starts out he just wants to fight oh. for america hey and in Winter Soldier, you see some character depth with that. Like he character gets depth. Yeah, he gets really in. Because you know, like he's a soldier, follows our orders. But then it shows in Winter Soldier that like it's not about the orders; it's about doing what's right and for justice. Yeah. <clears throat> Civil War. <clears throat> All right. Get to that later. We'll definitely no, yeah. get to that. Okay. First Avenger. That. Oh, okay. This is introduces important. the Tesseract you know and yeah. the Space Stone. This is the very first Space Stone we see, and yeah, in the MCU true. hinting at. This is going to be a theme, and it is within yeah. the pat the next three phases that we'll talk about. But basically, Tesseract is used by um, the Nazis or basically Hydra as weapons, and then which I like to add they they turn it 
and just used it for blue lasers. Oh yeah, it was even like though a, they could have used it for teleportation, which they would have won. But no, no, just blue lasers are cooler. They could have teleported those nukes over each. They yeah. could have won the race to the moon long before it even like NASA <laughs> was invented. Shut up. They could have been there. Like you're cool. Jack. They could have just you're went cool, behind okay, enemy lines. Cool. I like your historical references. <sighs> they put a whole army in the heart of the like headquarters. I don't yeah. think they really. They didn't basically, show, they didn't show any, like, basically they didn't show anything those. with teleportation. In the yeah, first. they did. They did. Yeah, they they hinted at one when Red School also a great villain. Oh no! Well, great okay. Villain. Here's really Hugo though. Weaving played. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what you're talking about, but here's the thing I'd like to add. They didn't I think Red L. School's gonna show elvish. up again. No, they I know that, like but I think they didn't. Well, I mean, they didn't know it was like teleportation until like you saw Red School went bye bye. Yeah. But they just like I don't know. They you didn't show teleportation until like you don't, the Mar- Avengers. Yeah, you don't really get the sense of teleportation until the first Avengers. Yeah, right? so that's how Loki uses it to get, get back. And also at the end of Avengers, they use it to get uh, Thor and Loki back to Asgard. Yeah, which I like that. Which brings us to Marvel's The Avengers. <laughs> yes. Now this is the first of three. Or technically two Avengers films, which is just a compilation of all the heroes so far. Waiting to be. Standing against one big, big villain. This is the worst MCU oh, film. Oh, wait. Hang on. Before, oh, hands down. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Before we get to Avengers, I think it'd be good to kind of track the Infinity Stones through the MCU timeline. Ah. So where is the Tesseract, which After is the Cap- soul... Wait, what? It's the... Space Stone? Yeah. Yes. Okay, where is that at the end of Captain America? At, uh, that at is the, the end, hands of S.H.I.E.L.D. That Howard Stark found it. Found it in it. the ocean, and then S.H.I.E.L.D. has it for that long. And the opening scene is okay. them kind of manipulating and trying to understand it. And that's the end scene of and Thor. Trying to weaponize it. End scene of Thor is when Samuel Jackson. Should we talk about each Nick Fury, credit scene? We should. Time? Oh, well, uh, I don't think uh, it's The ones that are important. End of Iron Man 2, I'm just saying, like, it. it it showed Thor, like it showed, yeah, the it showed hammer. Thor's hammer. Tease that was really, that really, was cool. really cool seeing in theaters. End of Thor. And Coulson says in Iron Man two that he has to, he has something he has to do in New Mexico. Oh wow, right. which is pretty cool. I, I think. Love that. But throughout all these uh, first films, they do hint at the Avengers and this yeah. initiative to bring That's together cool. a team. Um, but yeah, so end of Thor. The end scene is, um, is um, the Doctor and Nick Fury talking about the Tesseract. And you see Loki kind of manipulating the Doctor. And that's when Avengers, that's where Avengers starts with Loki coming, summoned from Thanos mm-hmm. to get the Space Stone, wipe out Earth, and then bring the Space Stone back to Wait, him. It was, oh yeah, because at the end of Thor, end of Cap, I mean, it shows Dr. Selvig and Nick Fury talking to talking to each other. And then it shows, like, Eric Selvig looks in a mirror and then there's, like, Loki. I think that was the end like, of Thor. Yes, that would be pretty great. Was that the end of Thor? No, that wasn't the end of Thor. And there's the end of Thor. Oh, and also at the end of Cap has probably one of the coolest ones because it shows a teaser trailer for Avengers. For Avengers, exactly. So yeah, basically. Anyone, so back to Avengers. Yeah, does anyone want to just kind of briefly go over the plot of Avengers? Probably one of the best MCU films. Screw Black Panther. We're sorry. Screw Black we Man. love. Amen. We love the cast. Amen. It was an incredible for cast. Wakanda but... forever. It was good, just not worst Avengers. Marvel movie ever. Sorry, but yeah, wow. Marvel's The Avengers. What in, what an incredible film combining Joss Tony, combining Captain America, just all these incredible characters. Mm-hmm. Great plot. Yeah, um, and then 
the way it ends is basically whoa, we, dude whoa oh. we just skimmed over we talked, we talked more yeah. about incredible hulk okay. than we i know ryan's right, like right, i'm gonna me, open it up for you guys to talk about the like, plot talk about the important parts of the movie okay. all right how does it end how does it end? <laughs> no. okay let's start with the beginning first. okay we, just we did i did talk at the beginning okay okay the cake here i would like okay all right since we're going over the beginning shield is messing with the tesseract Loki starts noticing slash Thanos. They go there. They go there. Yeah, they they yeah. Loki goes there to get the Tesseract to take over slash take over Earth so he can deliver the Tesseract to Thanos. And then in exchange, he gets Earth. And a throne in Asgard. Yeah. Okay. The throne of Asgard. Kind of like hinting at Infinity War in a way. Loki fails. Oh. Spoiler in the end. Yeah. Also, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll get, I'll get that to that when we get guys. to the end of the Avengers. But <laughs> after that, well, I mean, like, Thanos gives him this opportunity. even hands him one of his precious Infinity Stones in the Mind Scepter. Stone, yeah. Also, spoiler, if you didn't know that. I'm not a big fan of how it was blue. How the the hue of the staff was blue. I wish it, it should have been yellow. yellow. Yeah, but they, just I, kind of, I, feel like also, they I didn't feel like they didn't know what it was until... At the time. Also until demonstrates what which, like, which one it is. Because... If you remember when they all when they all team up, they all like get to know each other, see each other's backgrounds, which is pretty cool when they get to meet up for the, for the first time. It's oh, yeah. like yeah. The way they introduce characters in this film, it's not like they just It's not right. Here's all the heroes, they're here to stop. Gives everyone. them a reason. Because initially Thor was against everyone because he was trying to get Loki back to Asgard. They all had their own motives and for the most part. Besides co- like Captain Iron Man. What's cool is that they were they were done with the idea of Avengers because it was like kind of an old idea, like they there was like oh that's just phase one we don't need to do that and then it, this was like so catastrophic with Loki like out of nowhere that they need to assemble to take him out exactly, and the cool thing with the Mind Stone with the scepter is like when they're all in that room, and it just shows it kind of it actually kind of shows the most first besides like the teleportation with the space stone. Shows the most of how the Mind Stone messes with your mind. It, it turns them all against each other. Oh, it makes yeah. them all mad. I thought that was such a cool scene, yeah. too. It's like, They're all roasting each other. It's mm-hmm. like the um, it's like the One Ring from Lord of the Rings. It is. It just manipulates yes. the mind. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because before that, the Tesseract was just used for power. And its real origin is for teleportation. It's a space Which gem. It's cooler. Yeah. yeah, it's way cooler. All right. So, yeah. And then... Yeah, I, mean, I just that. wanted to say, I looked up a quote real quick from the end scene of Avengers where oh yeah, you see Thanos for the very first time. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. This is huge. Um, and that was my favorite. a character known as The Other, I forget what movie he dies in, but oh, he's... Oh, Guard- Galaxy. He, Guard- yeah, he dies in Guard- Guard- yeah, he dies oh, in Galaxy. Guard- he snaps his neck. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, like, yeah, he's an important character. Oh, that's to Loki yeah, the, uh, he talks to Loki a lot. He's got like the weird teeth. Yeah, he's yeah, kind of he's man- like the one of Than- Thanos is like. He says, oh. "Humans, they are not the cowering wretches we were promised. They stand. They are unruly and therefore cannot be ruled. To challenge them is to court death." Which is also hinting at the that's comments. That's such. That's such a cool comment because, like, all these extraterrestrial nations thought humans were just like gonna be easy to conquer just snap of the snap flick of the wrist and just like they're gone 
All right. So now, yeah, Jack <laughs> kind of just closed this off of Avengers. Probably one of the top three MCU films, definitely for anyone. Um, My favorite. Spoiler. Well, but yeah, later we will talk about our I favorites. I love Avengers. But it also right. hey. one last. I know. I'm sorry. Just one last one last comment on Avengers. We're gonna need a lot of these tonight, aren't we? Oh yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I'm gonna be doing this all night. So hold on to your butts. Anyway, it's like the first time in movie history to bring several different franchises all together and see all the characters from different movies, from solo films, come together on the big screen for one team-up movie against uh, one big enemy force. And I think that's so cool. Right. And that's what's drived this entire series, this entire universe through. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's what I wanted to say. That's just the AAA <laughs> battery for this. Franchise. So really, that first phase of Marvel movies is all about introducing the testers, introducing yeah the first to kickstart. It's just kickstarting the original core Mm -hmm. Avengers. The big, Mm -hmm. the big uh, setup, even setting up even more things for the future. Oh right, because each each core character got their first core movie in phase phase one, and then Iron Man got the second one, but. And then, <laughs> and then Avengers at the end. It's setting up for even more. Exactly. Right. So, yes. and even even their own films set up for more things like Iron Man two set up for Thor. It's just MCU does a great, fantastic job of just setting up each film, one after another. All right. So, are we ready to move on to Phase Two, boys? Yes, we are. Phase Two. So, right, one last thing about the. <laughs> All right, Devin's joking. I'm totally kidding. So yeah. Phase Two. Phase one was amazing, but we got to look to the future, boys. Phase two is kicked off. Iron Man 3, 2013. Best movie in the franchise. Let's go, baby. Let's go. We're joking. It's not the best. Let let Clint take this. This He's a fanboy. This is one of my favorite Marvel movies. I love this movie so much. One of the reasons why I love this movie so much is that it just takes Tony Stark out of the suit, and it's just him throughout most of the movie. So no, I know it's hilarious. Like I, I mean, we always quote this when like the Mandarin, like the villain of the movie, and then when he finally oh, yeah. he finally shows up. <laughs> Hi, I'm Trevor. <laughs> I'm an actor. I'm an actor. Who's played by Ben Ben Kingsley, who's already a pretty big actor. Whoa, whoa, whoa! He's here. He's here, but he's not here. He's here, but he's not here. He's, what do you mean? Uh, it's complicated. Hey, it's complicated. It right? is. It's complicated. Uncomplicated. I thought that can let. Twist actually pissed a lot of people off. I liked it. Oh, yeah. I thought it was funny. Well, because they advertised so because much with Legos and everything that the Mandarin was this well, huge. He's the biggest, especially Iron the trailers. I remember trailers that was like, "You'll never see this coming," and all this crap like that. <laughs> You'll never see it this coming. coming. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah, that quote. Yeah, yeah. Did you know the fortune cookie is Ooh. actually an American invention? <laughs> I forgot about this. He says that. Yeah, yeah. he does. And then he says it like drunk later uh, on. You know uh, <laughs> the fortune cookie. <laughs> But yeah. the only the only real significance this has to like the whole entire phase is, is that Tony loses the arc reactor. He gets a shrapnel put out of his chest finally, right. and is said to starting to give up the Iron Man. The Iron Man, which which he doesn't. Obviously. A little like <laughs> can like we're all thankful. Note for on all the third films of each of the solo, like uh, the uh, Iron Man three, Thor Ragnarok, Captain America Civil War. The main character always loses one of their main things. 
You don't mm-hmm. mind saying which the which there are. Which, kind of a spoiler. Oh, that's interesting. Iron Man's, they all do. Iron Man loses his arc reactor. He gets rid of it. It's like kind of like a that's movie. That's by choice. Moving I guess. on. Yeah. Moving. Thor Still. loses. Mjolnir. 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 The hammer was like a. Thing. Wait, no, what does Cap not. lose? Shut up. His shield. His shield. He doesn't have the shield. Yeah, he doesn't have the shield anymore. He, all at the end of he gave it. War, he like he throws like, it on the ground. Yeah. Iron Man's like, that's not yours. That was my, my dad. My papa made oh, that. I think that's interesting because I think it takes those characters and it it like it shows that they're more than just these little objects. Like that character it's has learned more are. about themselves than just a hammer or just like a shield. You know, they're actually a real character. And one thing that I just noticed right now is, like, with Hulk, and I know there's nothing much, but he says, like, Bruce Banner says he's, like, losing himself to the Hulk more. They didn't know he was going to come back, so that's also something else, too. That's true. Because that's what happens in Ragnarok. He's the Hulk for two years. Yeah. Oh, but also, I just have one more thing I'd like to add for Iron Man 3 before we go, is that um, Iron Man starts to use the uh, Iron Sentinels, or I forgot what he calls them, in... This Iron Man three, which I think leads on to obviously the ble- not the bleeding edge to Age of Ultron, where he says he imagines a suit AI. of AI controlling like AI police. That's what his idea of Ultron comes up wow. with. Wow! So yeah, Iron Man three is also a great Christmas movie too. Oh yeah, it is. Forget about that. But let's move on here, boys. Oh yeah, because the very like very beginning of Phase really two, they hint at Ultron. Yeah, it's cool. And then I love that. And the best MCU film in the franchise follows Iron Man 3. Easily. It is titled Thor Dark World. (laughs) 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 All right, Jack. November 2013. uh, I just just rewatched it too because I am doing an entire MCU marathon building up to Infinity War. And I, I don't need this movie. Uh, even Whoa. Thor, even Thor's character, like I hate to say, it was like Loki was the most interesting character. Oh, in no, this he, movie. he was. He was the best thing about this movie. I think the only good thing about this movie, like it's MCU, I gotta love it. But the best thing was obviously besides Natalie Portman, is the oh Ethi- yeah, is the Ethiel or I don't Ethier Ether. Ether. Ether, which is the uh, reality, reality Stone. stone. Which, and that's, I'm kind of confused what that is. Yeah. I, I, they kind of showed it in really Dark World, but I don't know what I don't it, know. What it, does it warp I, reality the, or like what is it? I'm like curious about. Stone, Besides yeah. that one and the Soul Stone. The Reality really Stone, I think, has more to do with like physical like matters. Because the Time Stone had to do with like warping time. time. Maybe like I think the Reality Stone has to do more with... Um, well, I was able to tell yeah. also. Yeah. Wait, um, Devin, you saw it. What, what, I, okay, I forgot. But in, what were the Dark Elves? Why were they using the ether against Earth? They I, wanted I to use the ether to restart. To restart? Yeah. yeah. Okay, also, so then, yeah. Dark Elves. Dark Elves. I think the ether was actually owned by them originally and got taken away from them. Oh, actually. Actually, I read a, an article about this. There's this thing called the Convergence, right? Oh, that, that was And that's why. Cause they there is there's two big convergences. It's when like all the like seven like all the realms align. Yeah. And there's a moment for the dark elves to like wipe out everything and restart their race. That, that was I believe the biggest. That was like the pretty much the entire plot was the convergence. Yeah. Doctor Elvik, Doctor Selvik was Eric. Eric Selvik. She's also wants a really good part of that movie. Oh yeah, he's also like little joy in that. He's naked. I <laughs> like that movie a lot. Naked. Cause it's like no. Hey, <laughs> oh, Why? Okay. Can you stop jumping the gun? Oh, 
Jesus. Well, no, just because honestly, I think it's got a good story. Personally. Wow. Um, right. But yes, the red stone, I think, is used for more of a power also, sense. Also, Thor's mom dies. Oh, yeah, yeah. also that. And also, in the end credits scene, the collector gets the ether at the end. Yes. So. Okay, at the end of this movie, collector's oh, got the yeah. ether. Introduces the co- collector, from, which has been. Uh, Benicio, Benicio del, del Toro. Toro. So Redstone is with the collector. Where you mean the reality? Okay, thanks, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> the Tesseract is with Asgard. In with Asgard. Asgard. Yeah. Mine's, and the Mind Stone is with. Oh, is with Hydra. Yes, yeah. Mind Stone is with Hydra. Hydra. Wait, the yeah. Mind Stone was with no. Shield, but Shield was, was Hydra. Hydra. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah. Okay, right. and that brings us right into Captain America: The Winter Soldier, yes. which. Definitely, we can all agree that this re-kickstarted the MCU. Amen. After Iron Man 3 and Thor 2, and needed a little help there. Stop right Okay, there. guys, come on. I do like Iron Man 3. Out of control. But this People one, are riding in the streets because these weird comments. This one was a surprise, which is actually, I'm going to be honest, the promotion for this was pretty good, but I, I didn't like, it kind of was like a sleeper for me because I was hyped for it, but I was like, oh, it's new Captain America coming out. I'm actually pretty excited, but I didn't like do that much prep thinking about it so when i watched this movie for the first time it blew my mind it has the best combat sequences hand-to-hand combat yeah. sequences in the mcu i think yeah introduces a whole really really badass character yeah. the winter soldier i, I thought you were about to say Falcon. I think this is the only film that <laughs> kind of it takes a it takes a break from all these time stones and this whole it kind of like goes into shield and kind of goes like into high which is like brings us new, back into reality. Yeah, it kind of brings us back. And like, all right, a little bit more. Let's get back to Earth. Let's a little bit more like real. That. Take I care like of this. That. You know, because then get, I don't like it when it's like too much like drawn out of the universe. Yeah, like I kind of like I don't know. That's why it was like really cool to see it. It was like, wh- wh- where's Cap in all this? What is he doing with his spare time? And then you find out he's working for Shield, mm-hmm. Agent for Shield. And I like how they how they unfold Hydra. How they've been manipulating the uh, history. How they've been using the Winter Soldier, which was a big yeah. reveal, ends up being mm-hmm. Bucky, Bucky Barnes. Which I Bucky I Barnes. didn't know too much about the comics when I saw Cap the first. Right, I'll be honest. So I, but I always predicted that Bucky would come back. Yeah. Oh, I think a lot of people thought Bucky would be back. Oh yeah, because oh, like really? his death was just like I was like. He's gonna survive. That was, awesome. that was really sad in Cap when Bucky died. Yeah, he fell was, off the train. That it, was really it was really sad. abrupt I think too. What's even like more emotional for me is like at the end of Winter Soldier when he's beating up Cap. He's like, "I'm with you to the end of the line, Buck." Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and that gets me even thing. more. He's in his uh, retro suit too. Yeah. So like Bucky remembers that. I feel like he has to. There's a really cool scene in this, that, too. That fight scene in the end, when they're fighting in that crashing building. Oh, the helicarrier. Oh, helicarrier. oh, yeah, the helicarrier. That's right. Those were cool. How they ended. Yeah, and they're, like, crashing, and then they fall into the water, and then he pulls them out, and then he leaves. That was actually a really enjoyable movie, and brings in another Avenger, Falcon. Falcon. Yeah. Played oh, by God. Anthony Mackie. <sighs> I don't know if a lot of people so like. He's likable. He's likable. Like but... It's I mean, not my favorite. It's like Don Cheadle. He just meets to... him, like him in a park. Than, I like him better than Vision. He just... Oh, I better than Vision. Oh, you do. 
Yeah. Everyone's Why better than Vision. No. Yes. I like yes. I like Vision. No. I'm not saying I hate Vision. Okay, actually, for those Vision fans, I will agree with you guys. Vision is a little Can't wait boring. to get that hate mail from I those Vision you guys fans. Are- I hope <laughs> what happens in Infinity War or Infinity Gauntlet happens to Vision in Infinity War. Which, if you guys have read the comics, we will talk. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Okay, that's hey, we're saving that for the comics. Episode. It's a good spy flick. It's like it's like a Jason Bourne meets Cap. That's what it is, and just I like spy that flick. it has like a lot more, lot more. Um, I don't know what did it say character development in this. Not like like kind of more controversial plot in a way, because like Captain America is like straight up Captain America in the first one. Yeah. This one he kind of has to like make choices. Like he has to go against what he believes in because. Right. He has to do the right thing. And I think I love how he's Captain America is such a political character. Like his identity is almost tied to the United States. And so for the United States government to actually undercover be an evil thing, it's kind of like pulling him apart and like separating him. Shield, right. Well, it's yeah. like a government agency. Yeah, it's like it's, 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 like it's, it's So like yeah. because his identity in the first movie was so wrapped up in being like embodying the American spirit in this movie, it like separated him from that. And he still has that identity, but he's like, he can like exist on his own. He's like his own character. Now he doesn't need that. And it definitely introduces, I think the uh, plot for civil war a little bit. It kind of hints at that where cap kind of is the one to break rules, break the rules and not, be in favor of the um, restrictions of yeah. big government, like like big a, taxes, big he government. Was a boy Scout, he followed all the rules. Now yeah. he just does things. Very boy. Yeah, he did things because they're right. Yeah, and Which I feel I, like I love about his character. But I feel like he's always been like that because yeah. even though fighting with America during World War II, that's what he felt was moral. You know, mm-hmm. he's always fought. Because everything morals. was black and white, and then when you get to Winter Soldier, it's more in that gray area. Yeah, and it introduces a little different conflict, which exactly. I, that's why I love Winter Soldier so much because it's different, and also yeah. that 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 highway highway scene in uh, Winter Soldier where him and Bucky are fighting. Yeah, really. Is, I one of the sometimes best. I go on YouTube and watch that. Is that when Nick Fury? Because it's so cool. Is that when Nick Fury like Nick Fury also plays a huge part in this, and he's like, yeah, well, he that's a, also a big he almost part dies in this. He, he does, does die. die. Yeah, he, he, well, he does he fakes, die. He fakes yeah. his death. Fake, yeah. fake die. But he doesn't fake lose die. an eye. <laughs> and do you guys remember the end scene to this movie? I yes, I do. What is it? What is it? It's um. It shows the scientists that at the beginning of <sighs> yes. Ultron, which we're about to talk next. Yeah. Well, actually, no. Which different scientist? movie. Uh, it shows the um, the one with the eyeglass. I don't know his name. The Hydra scientist. Just some they, random It shows guy. that they have the scepter, and it also shows that they have the twins. Oh, right, they've got the twins, yeah. Elizabeth Olsen, Quicksilver Scarlet Witch, and, and Quicksilver yeah. as yeah. the other guy. Okay. That I don't know the actress. Yep. So, then, so next movie in this phase is Guardians of the Galaxy, baby. Ooh, child, things will get brighter. Then bring it down hard. Solid day. What are you doing? Dance off, bro. Me and you. Come on. Subtle, take it back. What are you doing? I'm distracting you, you big turd blossom. 
Oh, I love Guardians. <laughs> don't let, okay, I let think, me talk. I think Guardians. Don't let him talk about let Guardians. Let me talk Wait, about this one. You're the one who doesn't oh, like it, right? Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. Clint can't talk about this. No, no, no. Hold him no. back, Devin. Worst hold him movie. back. <laughs> hold him back. Okay, I just want to say that Guardians, I think that I think that was more of a kickstart for me of the MCU what? than Winter Soldier <laughs> was. Not in a way you would like. You guys hear what I said? No. No. Devin was too busy think, telling me how okay. he's going to spank me. <laughs> That's dirty. That's kinky. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think uh, I think Guardians was a bigger kickstart for me in the MCU than Captain America Winter Soldier was. Honestly. I want to argue it was that, something but totally, I do love Guardians it was, so I mean, like, it was, they're both awesome, but it was so different from I following just the same old Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, Captain America, Captain America 2. And we get this whole new plot and whole new side of the universe. You know, it's not actually a whole new plot because it really follows a similar plot of um, Avengers. It's very, very similar. But in they're regards. like the yes. misfits. It's a it's good like, okay. it's like yeah, they're, it's, they're it's all... a misfit. It's just like an alternate reality or alternate universe. Yeah, even it, it, feels, it feels like universe. it's far away. Right. You got a team that comes together, fights a big bad yeah. guy over a big yeah. stone, you know? Yeah. yeah. Also, like, I like Chris that they're Pratt. all like oh. antiheroes. They're all like, because yes. Star Lord's like a, a cool like, thief, thief. thief. A cool like space pirate. Drax is a space Indiana Jones murderer trying to avenge his family. Yeah, and then Gamora's is an assassin, a, the Universal assassin. Rocket and Groot are both like bounty, bounty hunters. hunters. Bounty yeah, hunters. pirates. Yeah, I do like that. I love that. They all I come together. It makes some more interesting characters. It's like if Boba like... Fett and Dengar and like all these guys joined up. Thought you could pull one over an old Dengar, did you? They mocked me for choosing a toilet theme at bounty hunter school, wrapping myself in toilet paper, choosing a flying toilet for a ship. But by golly, it pays to look like floating trash in this instant, doesn't it? Old Dengar's gonna have the last laugh for sure. Dengar. <laughs> we always remember Dengar. It's like, oh my gosh. Boba Fett, the all-star team. Dengar. <laughs> Wait, what? you... what's that line from Robot Chicken? Ah, Dengar's gonna have the last laugh! Dengar's <laughs> gonna have the last laugh, huh? You got way too excited about that. His, his toilet bowl ship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. move on. Oh, Jack, yeah. Jack, Jack you look like a five year old boy. That's Jack just like is like. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just wanna watch Alright, so yeah. Also, Guardians is too long. Yeah. Okay, oh, you know what? Okay, let, let me let you before like, Clint craps on this. Anyway, we can't let him talk. I, about I, this. yeah, I don't want you to. Talk. This has a really good soundtrack. Also, start oh. ma- started to have that trend in movies now of having a exactly. pretty cool soundtrack of a collection of different songs. Exactly, it's and true. and we all own original music. We all saw Batman paired oh, with like classic music. Yeah, we all saw Batman or not Batman. Uh, Justice League tried to do Squad. that as well. Yeah. With I just that was terrible. Not only the movie was refreshing, but the soundtrack and it honestly introduced me to a ton of like iconic songs I've never heard before. I've heard all of them. I know, of course, most people have, but like I was just kind of living living under the uh, boulder of uh, live under a rock. Imagine dragons. Okay, Ryan. Oh God. I think the thing about Guardians, um, for me, in terms of like for the Marvel universe, is that. It broke away from the typical feel of a Marvel movie. I think this kind of gave birth to the Expanded. the Ragnarok, the Doctor Strange movies, where they have a they feel different, like the Black Panther movies. They're they, kind of comedic. It's like they're it's a different theme. Like it's a different theme. Space. It's just like yeah, exactly. So which is and cool. 
also something important to mention is this is when we see the fourth space stone. They talk about the infinity stones too. Yes. Oh yeah, they finally they introduce it. Well, this they actually deep. they first say infinity stone in at the end of Thor two when they're giving the ether. He's like, well, yeah. The collector says something about like one well, down. Oh wait, we ha- you have to be careful about having a or like infinity no two. Stone. We can't have two, two infinity, infinity stones in the same close. place. Yeah, yeah. And he was like one down. This movie, and we all know that was hinting at him working for Thanos. Oh, yeah. yeah. This movie, like, teaches the audience about the power of the Infinity Stones. Because they go to the collector to, like, oh, yeah. to collect the orb. Oh, wait. Something, explains something about the orb. And then the and collector, Benicio big, Del Toro. Kind of big part of this. Yeah, Thanos really actually shows up and says yeah. something. Thanos, Thanos is involved with this movie, in too. this. He's more than just a cameo at the very end. He's the big bad. Yeah. But like the overall, like the emperor. They talk about the emperor, but it's Vader doing the worst. Right. right. That's so cool. Except like it's Ronan, Ronan the accuser. Let's and go. And he's terrible. Ronan. I really don't. He's so forgetful. Wow. What are you doing? Very forgetful. Dance he's the most aggressive villain we've seen. I don't know about that. I think he's in oh, terms dude. of personality. I think yeah. in like his look, Loki was his visual evil. look was like honestly more scary than a lot of other. I'd say him, Red Skull. I don't know maybe some others. Red Skull was more vicious than him. Though. Vicious, yeah, definitely. But I, I just think, think he was. I don't think he's that bad of a villain. Better. I think Red Skull look scares me more out of me. When Hugo Weaving took off the mask and it's just a that Red Skull. was really scary. That yeah. yeah. Okay, I think what you're trying to say is that this is probably the most powerful villain that we've seen in mcu so far oh, yeah. no he i'm, I'm saying best he was he was what <laughs> okay I, I stand down i stand down i stand down okay stand i would down. say okay so obviously the infinity stone we see in this one she is the power stone down. they call it the orb and at the very end because we see um ronin who is um basically a pawn of thanos once again trying to get all the stones He's just like another loki just like another loki Ooh. also this hints to the second Guardians that, like, the only the biggest reason why Star Lord can hold the Infinity Stone exactly. in the right place right. was because he's not he's not fully human. human. He's half yeah. celestial being. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that later. And at the end, they said, "Oh, does he even know that well, who his dad is?" Exactly. That's it's what uh, true. Yondu is saying to. The oh, guy. I love Yondu. I have, yeah. When we talk James about Guardians too. Yeah, I got. Yeah. Um, are there any more really important parts to Guardians that relate to Infinity um, War? Just where the orb, orb is we at we the end. We addressed most of them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The, so the the power stone yeah. at the very end is and Howard with the Duck. Nova Corps. Oh right. Yeah. Most Nova important part. Most important part is Howard, Howard the, the Duck. duck. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. Awesome. The movie's too long. So at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy, orb, which it's, is the power stone, it's with the Nova Corps. Nova Corps. Where's the reality stone the reality stone is with the collector which is now we don't know because it his place his got blown place up got ransacked That's true. so we're kind of we don't really know where the reality is we're oh, assuming it's still the there. reality we don't i don't really know we don't know actually reality is kind of a bigger question than wait the soul. no no like in terms of guardians of the galaxy it's at the collectors so we don't have to worry about that like we'll get to that later you yeah. know what i'm trying to say okay yeah. And then Tesseract. Tesseract's on Asgard, and then the Scepter, or um, sorry, the Mind Stone is with Shield, or Hydra. Hydra now. Yeah. All right, and then that brings us right into 
the second installment of an Avengers film, bringing together all the heroes once again to fight off Ultron, Avengers uh, Age of Ultron. This is a good movie. I really also, like this movie. I think this movie gets too much crap. Directed. Yeah, way too much crap. Yeah, no, sure. it's actually not bad. I Honestly, actually really like this. Also would, directed by Joss Whedon, who directed the first Avengers. And also about directors, I'm just going to say this once. That the Russo brothers first started directing a Marvel movie in Winter Soldier, which they also direct later on. Civil War. Civil War and now Infinity War. So and I just I, That's to add why that. I'm really excited would, for Infinity War. I would just like also to add, this is also the movie that got that convinced Joss Whedon to not do Marvel movies anymore. Because after this one, he, I know he was like, I he think. sick of Marvel. Yeah, he was sick of Marvel and he was so stressed out by this movie and like he didn't yeah. think it was good at all. And that's why he decided to quit after this. I feel for place. him. I feel now, for now him. He does Justice League. Oh, well, God. okay, we're not. That's not his. That's Devin, not his. Devin, that's, that's not, not his, his fault. fault. That's Devin. not his fault. I mean, yeah, he had to take what was already done by Snyder because Snyder so had a tragedy. tragedy. So. Okay, so aside from the director, Ryan, what are some things we should probably take away from this? Well, so many things. Yeah, a lot of different things. It's an you know, there. Me and Jack, we were just kind of talking. Like, there's a lot of things that we kind of think about. That huge events. And I would say one of the, I think my favorite and kind of like most interesting things that happens in Ultron is when Tony is by the scepter and Wanda or uh, she messes with his head and sees the foreshadowing of the Avengers all dead. Which scares me. I don't know if but that was a foreshadowing or if that was just, just a what vision. could happen if Ultron, you, and know, then, you know, his how fear of Ultron. Her, like, he's talking him. to Nick Fury later on in the barn when they when they go to oh, Hawkeye's yes, yeah. like farm, and he's like, spending the night at Hawkeye's. <laughs> I wish sleepover at Clint's. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> or Nick Fury's talking to Iron Man and he's like saying that uh, Iron Man had a vision, and that's why huh, vision. And that's why he wanted to create Ultron, invent Ultron, because Wanda's really the one who infused that idea in his head because he's afraid of the all the Avengers failing and not having a backup plan. That's why he wants to create like a robot system to help defend so that they can retire because the end goal is for them not to do this forever. Someone has to replace right. them. And also he says like his worst fear wasn't that they all died; is that they, he didn't go with down. With oh, them. that's exactly what I was going to say. That survived, yeah. Which I that wonder is, that puts so much if it's guilt be on him in reverse, and he's the only one that dies. No, I really kind of really fear that. You know, no, that's I not, I don't think that'll me, happen. I think okay, we're gonna we're gonna save theories for I don't know weeks, theories for another time, week six. But yeah, all right. So basically, <laughs> Ultron, great film. Not. Our fellow Lone Gunman boys, they're not a big fan of uh, Vision, but... Okay, I don't hate I Vision. Don't, I like Paul Bettany. No, I, I love him. He's, yeah, yeah. I just, just don't think he's... I, I, I think he's the one to die. I just... I would rather take Vision than Cap or Iron Man. Yeah, I but just, I mean, it's not as powerful. I just I just want to know where all these Vision fans came out of nowhere after Age of Ultron. I, I don't, I've never seen so many bandwagon fans since Black Panther. <laughs> I have when Golden State won the <laughs> NBA championship. All of, a sudden, all of a sudden, I was hearing, was just, oh, yeah, Vision. Vision's my favorite character. Vision. Who cares about Vision? I didn't even know that. In the comics, Vision is just white. He's literally got no color. He's just white dude. Now, what, is, no, now what color is Vision? Is he a magenta? Is he, he is like, a magenta. Is he a purple? People have yeah. people have actually done like a study on this. He's not pink. He's not red. He's actually like a purplish red. Yeah. So, where where does this kind of put us all 
at the end of Age of Ultron. Well, oh, like, it's a huge, so much stuff happens. The Mind Stone also yeah. plays the biggest part. Another Infinity Stone that, plays a huge part because... It's revealed finally, though. It's revealed, it? and that it's that actually what sparks life into Ultron and gives him, like, an AI. He makes vision. artificial intelligence yeah. from the Mind Stone, uh-huh. and now it creates Vision. Vision, yeah. like, basically half robot, half... He's a cyborg. Organic, he has yeah. organic or something. matter. Yeah. Right? Organic tissue. So he would be considered a cyborg. Also, yeah. Vision is it's probably... Like a Westworld of, experiment. Also, Vision is like one of the most powerful Avengers, and he does nothing. He really does. <laughs> yeah, all he does is go... <laughs> Scarlet Witch is more powerful than this. Scarlet Witch is a powerful character. Like there is a major is. character death in this movie. Oh, well, yeah. Quicksilver Quick takes Silver. a couple bullets. <laughs> Wait, Quicksilver? Oh. Don't you mean Hawkeye's shield? Uh, hey! Uh, he, <laughs> hey, Quicksilver he is sponsored by Reebok. If you go back, he has like <laughs> oh, he, he has yeah, Reebok yeah, shoes. He has all the oh, Reebok yeah. product placement. You know, quick revenue. I was actually in that moment. I think it was the first time in a while where I was scared that uh, Avengers character was gonna die. And yeah, it was Hawkeye. I was like, no, I don't, I don't want to see Hawkeye die. And then I see yeah. Quicksilver like take them. Like, thank God. I was sad that happened. The ground. I could care less. Yeah. I mean, he was All right. cool, but... Also, okay, as we finish up the second Avengers film, what was the end credit scene? I literally oh, don't remember. Thanos grabbing the Infinity Gauntlet. Saying, oh. saying fine, I'll do it myself. Oh, fine. I'll, I'll do, do it, it myself. As I have the gauntlet right here. Where, do you guys know, does it, is it shown at all where he got the gauntlet from? No, it's just, it's just implied some, that he has it. Some, he just has it? Yeah. Um, some like, uh, I don't know what you call it, just cage or, I don't know. It's like, it's like in a vault. So he just got yeah, the gauntlet, like but he doesn't have any stones no, at no this st- point. No stones, he doesn't have yeah, any stones at this point. That is sad. He had one. Now he has Rip. none. He trusted it. Then he had none. And that's why... I think it's important to take note of Thanos' expressions throughout all of it. Like, through that scene, he... No, especially that that scene right before... That's the last time we see him until Infinity War, but he doesn't look, like, nervous or stressed, like, crap, like, I'll do it myself, I have to. He doesn't look annoyed. He looks prideful, confident, like, I got this, I'll do it myself now. And that's how, he is in the, no, that's how he I is in the he's, comics. I, I think, like think he's annoyed because he sent two guys he's to like, handle what he, want, he, what he, he wants done. He thought this was going to be easy peasy on this squeegee. It's like sending an army to a convenience store. I think they know. And they, they don't get the convenience store. I recently, area, I read all the uh, Infinity War comic Good series. Analogy, and I've kind of gotten to know Thanos pretty well. You know, we're besties now. But knowing him in the comics, he's very prideful, very arrogant. So honestly, I think... He sees like the two failures of Ronan and Loki as kind of like a joke and a way to like prove the universe like oh this is gonna be fun like I'll this puts a smile on my I'll face all this stuff like, like the way he looks at it is like he's a god and this is just fun you know that's interesting I can see that like the general of an army like has to go do the actual combat. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, like, doing like that. Like, Ulysses really, S. Grant. Accomplish this. I guess I'll get my hands dirty. Like that. And yeah, yeah, that's interesting. And I don't then I've ever thought about him saying that like in that way before. That was really cool. Yeah. And of course, leads us into our next big, big build-up yes, film. Yes, yes, yes. Probably the actually, I would, I'd be bold to say this is my favorite. 
Really? I'm kidding. Ant-Man. Oh. Next is Ant-Man 2015. Probably one of the worst. I would compare it wait, to... Whoa, like, whoa, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> this is a I'm sleeper kidding. hit for me. I love okay. Ant-Man. A lot, of people, a lot yeah. of people don't like Ant-Man, but I don't know why I said that, but I actually do. I do like Ant-Man. I'm not... Make up your mind. Make up your mind. I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. I apologize. I will go on record and say that I hate Ant-Man, and I think <laughs> Ant-Man See, is the worst MCU movie way Way under Iron Man 3 and Thor Dark World. Far, look at how many mic drops Jack has done. Can we trust his opinion? Honestly, we should just make a compilation of Jack mic drops. <laughs> you can I trust know. me, people. You can trust me. Your opinions. All right. But basically, Ant-Man was just when... I think Ant-Man kind of started off um, introducing... I think that was the first of more solo characters. Like We had Thor, we had Iron Man, we had Cap. But well, this is the, the first ones. of a yeah, solo true. of a different one because we have Ant-Man. And then the next we get, oh, yeah, Guardians. But it wasn't a solo film. For yeah. Them. And then we get, like, uh, Spider-Man, Black Panther, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Uh, All right. <laughs> what was the, the end credit scene was just no, showing no, the wasp? The Ant-Man end credit scene, they had two. There's always two when it comes to Marvel movies. One was... Um, Hinting at the Wasp, which is now Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is coming out this summer. And also, hints to a Civil War, because at the end, oh! that shows Falcon and, <gasps> yeah. and Cap. They captured a Winter Soldier, and he's like, I know a guy. And that's a, literally a scene from Civil War. Yeah. I was watching that the other day, and I was like, okay, but Ant-Man is so refreshing. I don't know, I just love it. Even though I think the villain's like one of the worst, oh, I think jacket. he's terrible. Oh, yeah, Yellow Jacket's like, yeah, he's just like kind of like an opposite of Ant Man. I think it's, it's, sometimes the villain looks like an opposite of the character, like Obadiah Stane in Iron Man. Oh God, love good old Obadiah. Yellow Jacket in Ant Man, and then later on Black Panther and Killmonger. Killmonger. But I would say Ant Man. Um, I wasn't. I didn't like how they displayed. Uh, Paul's character. I forget his, what's Paul Am- Rudd. What's Paul his Rudd. name? Uh, I Hank, love Paul Rudd. Hank. No, Hank no, Pym. No, 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 that's Hank Pym's the other older. Yeah, one. because oh, you mean I? Um, I wish. What is his name? He's the main guy. Like he's Michael the Douglas. Michael Douglas. Yeah. Is, he's a great actor. Michael Douglas plays Hank Pym. Yeah, but the here's the thing. Like with the way they the MCU did Ant Man is instead of like in the comics and TV shows. Yeah. Ant Man's always this really smart guy, kind of like Adam in DC. But he's like this really smart guy, kind of like Tony, <laughs> Adam. God no, <laughs> tries to make an Iron Man suit. Believe it or not, DC uh, Marvel stole the idea from Ant Man. Yeah, from Adam. No, no, no. Uh, Marvel stole the idea of Ant Man. Or no, from, all right. I'm not doing. I'm not wording this right. Cool part <laughs> that I do love about Ant Man is that like, because in the comics, Hank Pym. Has always been the Ant Man, just like yeah. how like Tony Stark's always been Iron Man. You like that, which oh. I really like. That he was an old man played. in this, and Scott Lane is in the comics is the one who does become it. I like that it shows like a throwback to when yeah. Hank Pym was Ant Man, because at the time yeah. when Aunt, uh, Hank Pym was Ant Man, it wasn't that timeline. It was like years ago in the '60s and '50s, and did you guys already how he helped during the Cold he, War. Yeah collaborates with Howard Stark and yeah. you guys already talked about that? No, 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 no. no. Oh, we that's so cool when it does those like flashback scenes. 
Yeah. Oh, to him, something important is, to note is that this film, I think, kind of touches on the last little bit that you'll talk about with Shield, and uh, talks about how Shield was started by um, Peggy or whatever, Captain America's girlfriend, and Howard Stark. Howard Stark. Yeah, and they're the ones who start Shield. Um, I don't know what is it. Uh, Secure Homeland. Blah 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 blah. Agent Defense. Carter. Yeah, Agent Carter. <laughs> Great TV show. No, but yeah. And I just like how they do that and they like pass the torch and then Scott Lane is now who we know as Ant-Man. It's funny because he's not, you don't think of him as Ant-Man in the comics. He's just like some little, he's a thief and he's a. He's actually underrated though. I mean, if you think about if you could shrink the size to like a size of an atom, you could do anything you want. And then you could shrink to the size or like, I mean, enlarge. To the size of a giant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, like, honey, I shrunk the kids. You want to talk about plot holes? <laughs> Jack really wants to talk about plot I don't. Holes. What plot holes, Jack? <laughs> Please enlighten me. I would just like to talk about the Phantom. Where his, one of his the favorite Phantom villains realm. is Ronan. The Phantom Zone. What is this? And he likes Thor too. Because he, earlier in that movie, Anna, like Ant-Man... Hank Pym is like so distraught. Oh, my wife died in the Phantom Zone. She died in the Phantom Realm. She couldn't come back. And then, good old buddy, good old buddy Ant Man shrinks down to the Phantom Zone to beat the other guy, Yellow Jacket. This has such Wait, a huge just, part. Like you have no idea when, how big this is gonna be in Avengers Four. Because okay, let me say this. In right. the released footage that we see... I'm just saying in the movie, it was you know a major plot hole. Shut up, we're moving on. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, the release, they released photos of the set of the Avengers 4 after Infinity War. And it showed, it looks just like the set of the first Avengers where it shows Cap. It shows Iron Man. It looks just like the set. But then you see Paul Rudd. You see Ant-Man. Like, out of all characters. Like, What? How is that in there? It just kind of proves that time travel is going to be related later on. Whether that has to do with the time zone or the phantom zone that somehow when Ant-Man does that, he can alter time. Because when Hank Pym was talking about it, he said that that there's no perceptions of time, reality. So they kind of hinted at that. That's cool. Good point, Devin. I love how they do that. They open up. You're welcome, Devin. They open it up. Anything can happen to MCU. Yes, Devin, all-knowing Devin. All right, so Ant-Man. <laughs> Ant-Man ends Phase 2. Great. I think Ant-Man was a phase good ending. Phase 2 was pretty good. Phase so 2 was okay. I can't believe they ended that phase on You know that phase was yeah, not so good when they ended on Ant-Man. Whoa. No, 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 I mean, no, 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 no. I just want to. I always thought, phase, you know, phase I thought it was phase really three. good when they started on Civil War. I always thought Ant-Man was the one that started off Phase 3. Because I thought, you know, the Avengers movies were always the ending off point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no. I mean, it's it's how you see it. But, I mean, honestly, I do it like is. that phase three. Phase three stuff. Yeah, I agree with Jack for once. It mm. it's a great. <laughs> and this brings one in. to start off. So yeah. are we getting into, also, Ryan? Are we getting into phase three now? Before we before we talked about phase three, at this point, obviously the overarching theme is that the Infinity Stones, and we've seen four. I think the main one. Tesseract. Oh, I like phase one, but I think the main one for phase two is the mind stone. Mind stone, yeah. Uh, I think it's kind of split. Mind, power, ether, 
No. Well, the in one movie, but... Well, I do think you're right, though. The Mind Stone is important because it's in one of the Avengers. It's, like, literally in his forehead. Yeah. But it's also, like, the Tesseract. And it causes the entire plot of the second. Because, I mean, without the Mind Stone, the Ultron would never exist.